This is the Between the Covers podcast with hosts Deanne Malone and Rachel Trainum. We'll chat about our current dog-eared books, rom-com book club read, all things steamy, and our love of a cute romance. Jump in bed and pull up those blankets. Get cozy. It's time for Between the Covers. It's time for Between the Covers. Blah, blah, blah. That's a horrible intro. <laughs> We'll work on that. Yeah, might be. Hello again, friends. Welcome back. It's good to see you, even though we can't see you. No, but it's good for us to talk at you. Yes. In your cars, in your rooms, while you're working, whatever floats your boat. Oh, no, I think people are going to try and come into the bookstore again. He's looking at me, and I'm like, nope, we're just recording. Hi, don't look at me. Awkward. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording at the bookstore, Dog Your Books, today. And we're recording, like, right in the front of the store. And it was, like, the most awkward slow walk by. Where are we going with this? Oh, can't see you, but we can talk at you. That's where I was. Yeah. You go on, Dan. It's time for you to speak. (laughs) It it feels to us like it's been a long time since we've been together because we... We recorded a couple in a row, and it's just been a really long time since we've sat down and recorded, so and this is fun. Dan went off on a month-long trip to Disneyland. It wasn't quite a month, but it <laughs> felt like... I'm super jealous, and I'm so happy you got that time to... It was so much fun. Go explore and So much fun. Disney parks. World, Universal, SeaWorld, mm-hmm. we love them all. Mm-hmm. I but, love Universal, and I would... I want to go back. We should record... In Universal. Oh my God, road trip episode. We could just. I think we talked about that before. We did. We can record in lots of places. You know what we can do? There's direct flights like straight to LA. That's pretty fairly cheap on Allegiant. Go out there, go to Disneyland in like Universal out there, and then we could go to Ripped Bodice Bookstore. <gasps> Fun. And uh-huh. record there. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. We'll have to put that into motion because okay. that's like kind of perfect. For, that would be awesome. Yeah. Because the Rip Bodice, if you don't know, listeners, is an all romance and like rom com, all your lovey mushy dushy uh, books bookstore. So it's one of those themed bookstores, and it's pretty cool. I wouldn't know. We need to plan this. Yeah, I was gonna say for one of our birthdays, but our birthdays have both passed, so we'll just go anyway this year. (laughs) However, mine's in January, so a little winter road trip or fly trip. (laughs) That's a long way away. We need to go sooner. (laughs) True, very true. So tell me what you're reading right now. Um, I am currently reading The Wedding Season by Katie Birchall, which mm-hmm. is one of our future books. July, right? July, yes. Because, you know, lots of weddings happen in the summer and mm-hmm. in July. It's kind of a peak epitome time. Yeah. You know why that is, right? No. So it's classic for weddings to be in June, typically, or July, because that was when they for sure know the water would be warmer and the ice would break off so they could actually take a bath. Um, for the first time through the winter season and stuff. That's awesome. I uh-huh. love that. I mean, that's what I've heard. You could Google it, but I'm pretty positive that's like the traditional reason why everybody's like, oh, a June wedding. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to look at weddings in June a whole different way now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More you know. That's the best fact yeah. I'm really excited to read that one, though. Yeah. But I first want to read The Secret Secret Bridesmaid. Secret Bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. I laugh so hard. I think I talk about I think that's, that's one of the ones I talk about every one, yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah. And then I'm also reading with my son, Amari and the Knight Brothers. Oh, I have that at home. I it's read that. so, so good. It's kind of a mix between um, Men in Black and Wrinkle in Time and oh. <laughs> um, 
Percy Jackson all kind of like okay. mixed up in one. It's really fun. I dig that. It It's really fun. I look forward to reading that. And that's a middle grade book. And so I think I can probably fairly get, get through it fairly quickly. Yep. In fact, that is the dog-eared books. Good trouble pick for... Good trouble pick for June, I believe. June. Yeah, it should yeah. be June. Yep. So, and that's why we're reading it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Nothing well, like spreading the book club love throughout the family. I know. There's so many good book clubs at there, this store. And really actually, are. a new book club just started. It's called the Found in Translation Book Club. So they focus on books that have been translated into English and... Um, Mariah and Sarah, who are two other booksellers here at Doggered Books, they really work to pick books from all over and really try and make it as inclusive as possible. And they're already thinking about their curation for next year and how they can even make it more inclusive. Speaking of, happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! Yay! Read the Rainbow, which is like perfect for the book we have for this month. Exactly! We didn't even think about that one. Pride Month is like so much fun. I don't know. It just brings me so much joy. I love Pride Month. I'm like, it's the first day. (laughs) Um, Talking about the book clubs at Dog-Eared Books, um, I love looking at all of the book club lists Mm -hmm. and picking out books to read. There is such a wide diversity. It's a great way to guide your reading. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you guys should add backlists. Oh, yeah. Like for each club. You know what? You're right. Because we we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Um, On bookshop.org in our book manager site. We should like how we do for our book club. Yes, so if you ever should. want to shop our books and support the podcast, you can go to the links. It's either in the bio notes or in our link tree, like on our Instagram um, in the bio uh, and shop the books that we talk about, the books that are part of the monthly book club read and support the pod. But yeah, I should, should do that. For I got to make a note. Clubs. Yeah. I will remember that. Oh, there you go. Thanks. Yeah. Dan's coming in clutch with a pen. All right. Make. But I truly love just the variety of book clubs that you have here and the different books that I've read, I think, something from almost every book club group. Yeah, I Um, I try to definitely as well. Um, Not everything's always my cup of tea, but that's the nice part about that picking and choosing. Yeah. Especially if you're not here in the central Iowa, like Ames, Des Moines area and you want to participate, like I know some of our readers some of our readers, we are readers, but some of our followers, they don't even live in Iowa and they read along. <laughs> hey, Pedro. Hey, <laughs> it's Pedro. Like, it's Pedro. <laughs> I'm like, he's totally doing it. <laughs> and yeah, so it's a good way just to kind of participate in a book club, especially if you're not someone who likes that sort of social socialization to participate without having to like participate, you know? And then drop a comment and let us know what you think of the books that yeah. we're picking. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm currently reading Book Lovers by Emily Henry, and I'm listening to it on audio. And the minute I started the audio book, I'm like, oh, my God. And I got a copy and gave it to my sister. And the other day she started it in front of me and she goes, is this us? I'm like, it's us. It's us. That's just it's us. Uh, And it is it's my first Emily Henry. I haven't read her other two, which is kind of shocking. And I hear from a lot of people that they say it's her their favorite of her books. It's my favorite of her books. It's absolutely so favorite. cute. However, some of it was blurring in my brain with my other current read, which is called Love on the Brain um, by Allie Hazelwood. And that's an arc that so the book's not out yet. It comes out in August 23rd, I believe. I'm looking at the cover right now. Yeah. Um 
and it also has like two sister kind of in it but that one sister's not like a huge big piece but it's still that like sisterly vibe and i'm like oh, just if you have a it's just such a perfect little sister read and so those would be really good recommendations to read with either a close friend who you think of as like a sibling you know that family or even your actual siblings so highly highly recommend it, and i'm really in love with both of these books um so i started book lovers mm-hmm. with the arc because mm-hmm. i got arc? it right before I, I know i have to return it i got it right before i went on vacation and that was the only book i read on vacation but it came out while i was on vacation mm-hmm. and because julie whalen narrates it i had to download the audible and listen <laughs> to her because i absolutely adore anything she does yeah. um whether it's writing books or narrating them and so I finished that one yeah. on Audible. I'm listening. So yeah, I'm listening to it on Libro FM right now, and it's a really good narration, like really, really good. And she I did a nice job. I'm really enjoying it, and I find it <laughs> super entertaining. I'm like, oh, this is relatable. And check her out on um, her Instagram because she recently did. Somebody asked her to do Charlie's voice. Really, <laughs> and she did. Did Charlie's voice just off the? I cannot. It's so cute to watch. She does a really nice Instagram. So that's funny. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out now. (laughs) We'll probably watch it as soon as we finish here. Right. Hundred percent. Pause for a take a break for this uh, feature represent. I don't know. This is why I should not do commercials. (laughs) Um. So to the book we are talking about today, which was one of my favorites. I read it last year. So when I finished it, I'm like, this has to be a book club pick. It it can't not be. Um, it's The Charm Offensive by Alison Cochran or Cochran. I think it's Cochran. I think it is too, but I don't um, know for sure now that you say that out loud. I know. I'm like, I try to be good about pronunciations mm-hmm. and then I forget to look them up. Allison, if you're listening, if we said it wrong reach out and let us know we'd love yeah. to hear from you we love your book yeah, oh my god and I can't, oh, i'm just so excited so i love watching bachelor bachelor in paradise bachelorette and this book if you don't know is kind of a spoof on the bachelor world universe it's like kind a of, behind the scenes yeah which, which takes away a little <laughs> of the glossy i just love how trash it is especially paradise like the, that show is just so good. It's like, I don't know, there's something about it. And Ellen, one of the store owners of Dog Eared, uh, we watch Paradise together every summer. I should not, have, well, we're going to do it again this summer, but we did it last summer for the first time. But then even on our TikTok for the store, I did like a fake intro for like the uh, Paradise episode. Like, I just love the ridiculous cheese, like, weirdness of what happens on that show and just psychoticness so (laughs) the minute i saw that this is like a oh bachelor except it's called ever after and it's princes and princesses you know and more of the royalty lordy law um but dev Deshpande is a producer on this show and charlie is their prince charming that they're bringing on and uh dev really fully believes in love like the happy ever i love ever. him so much His oh my gosh heart is just so pure it is it is meanwhile charlie you know he's just 
if I remember right, he hasn't really had much relationships before. Um, he was always kind of an odd one out in his family, yep. and nobody really understood him. Mm-hmm. And he went into computers and, yep. you know, hung out with a lot of other people who um, didn't really do the social thing. And he was even more extreme at right, that right. and had some social interaction issues that got him in a little trouble and got him kicked out of the position of his own company that he built. So he's kind of trying to do a rebrand on his image. Thanks to his publicist, who I also love. Oh my God, oh my God, is she not the most... And it's really... I'm sorry. It's really fucked up. It like, is. why he it, got kicked out of his it's company. Not it's It's a bad, bad person. Ugh, it's, it's so wrong. Just so utterly wrong. Well, Charlie's never really had the opportunity to figure out who he is other than what he knows how to do and so I get the feeling he doesn't I don't think he really says this but I get the feeling he doesn't really like many people Mm -hmm. and so he's just never really explored right and there's nothing wrong with that but slowly Charlie and Dev really start bonding and building a relationship and you know Charlie, to me, I can't, it's been a while since I read the book, but Charlie, to me, when I read him, read very pansexual. Um, He just loves people, and it doesn't matter what they identify as, and I really enjoyed reading that as a character. Dean, do you remember if they said what his... So they didn't go into depth on Charlie's, but his relationships, I think, have all been with men. I think there may have been... Oh, I thought Charlie had been with women before. I think there had been one girl he had dated, but he said... The first and last or something like that. Um, but when he's on the show. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. We're talking about yeah. Charlie. No, not dead. So he had dated women, but he yeah. was a virgin. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He hadn't had any like sexual experiences yes. at all. Um, so it's a whole new world for Charlie because this is the first time he's wanted to be intimate. And he um, really doesn't. Like he has yeah. no interest in being intimate yeah. with anybody when he goes on the show. Mm-hmm. He exactly. has it all planned out. It's very calculated. Yeah. He's gonna do the proposal mm-hmm. and I mean, wait the, the women, requisite six months and then dump it. The women on the show know it too. Like it's all fake. It's scripted. They're doing what they have to do to get that screen time. And yeah. um <laughs> it's pretty obviously right off the bat that they're like, this guy, like we, we can tell he does not like us and it's not that he doesn't like women because i think i think dev probably identifies more as gay yes. and like charlie like That's I, was saying, I thought you were talking yes. about earlier charlie to me read pansexual but you know i don't think the author explicitly states any of that so this is just my interpretation to what i interpreted as a reader his publicist gives a whole list of the spectrum mm-hmm. and they talk about the fact that he doesn't know where he is on the spectrum. Right. He doesn't have to figure that out. No. 100%. So that was really cool. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh God. That's why just like queer books are so just incredible. Absolutely incredible. And critical to be able to have in the hands of people. I don't. I just don't even know how to say much more further than that. It like melts my heart how much this book meant like knowing it, what it meant for other readers. And I've recommended it so many times. I get a lot of people in the store that are like, what's the queer romance? Like, where is that? I'm like, oh, we have a really good selection of queer romance. Like, I'm really, quite, I'm really quite proud of the books that we've curated yeah. for it. So if you ever want some 
awesome queer rom-coms, let me know. We will hit you up. Deanne, I know you've read some really good ones too. So between Deanne and I and the opposites that we've read, which we discovered that we really read opposite <laughs> when it comes to romance. Which is why yeah. we're planning a very special treat for a future episode. But it oh, turns out that we have read very few of the same books. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> ironic. It's like, of course that would be the case. But um, yeah, so the term offensive, it's it just, I don't know, what was your first initial thoughts going into it? So just a little background on this. I read it last year when it came out mm-hmm. and just absolutely loved it. Called it five stars. Um, Hands on about five it. Stars. Yeah. And when we were putting together the list for this year. Oh, can you hear that motorcycle? Are you really impressed? Um, So when we were putting together the list for this year, we tried really hard to pick books that were coming out this year. Mm -hmm. And Rachel and I both Mm -hmm. said this one has to be It's not one that could have been passed up. Yeah. So that was, I think that says a lot that it's the one Mm -hmm. um, book from 2021 other than Love Hypothesis, which was January, that came into 2022 Book Club. So I think that says a lot about what we think about it but going into the book club meeting you know it'd been a year since I read it so Mm -hmm. I wanted to read it again and I always kind of worry when I reread a book like am I gonna the same yeah am I gonna love it as much as I did and this one I did I was hooked in by Dev they call him Dave in the narrated version but I don't know if that's a pronunciation thing so I'm not quite sure where that goes they call him Dave so for the longest time I didn't really understand part of the twist in the book but I do now but um from minute one I loved how much he loved love and how much he believed in ever after I mean I he just grabbed me from the Mm -hmm. very first and you just are rooting for him all throughout the book um you love Charlie you're rooting for him too Mm -hmm. but the main character here is definitely Dev or Dave or Dave I, like I, I might I don't know. DM Allison Cochran because yeah. I'm really curious because um, I'm not South Asian and so yeah. I want to I don't well like, I feel like they would have checked that part of the narrative. oh surely so, surely I don't know but oh that's that's really interesting yeah to no I fully agree his his just strong belief even though he knows he's a producer he knows what's going on behind the scenes but it does not matter. He still has faith in the fact that a relationship can last. And and he just came out of a long relationship that mm-hmm. didn't give him what he wants. And oh, he has yeah. to work with his ex. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that should be a trope that we have to do, oh, like yeah. working with your ex. Yeah. Um, it, but he has every reason to not believe in love. Right. And then he falls in love with the one guy he can't have in the whole entire right. world because he's working on a show to help him oh, find a girl I'm like thinking he about has the ending now and i know i know oh, wait, right we can talk about we talk spoilers we talk, yeah. uh, okay um, fyi we talk spoilers i was trying to be all vague about things that i forgot no in, no no when we're episodes. talking about the book there are spoilers <laughs> oh if you God. haven't read the book now would be a really good time pause, to hit pause come back go read the book oh yeah that you might want to cry a little bit and you might want to laugh or squeal yeah and squeal and then come back and listen to the spoilers but yeah so he has every reason to not Mm -hmm. believe in love and not believe in happily ever after and it does not stop him one bit he's Mm -hmm. he overcomes um some mental health issues oh yeah he just well so inspirational charlie begins looking to him as sort of a support mechanism like really truly because he's struggling 
hard on this show. And I think at times he's like, I'm not being true to these women and it's not fair. Meanwhile, he, Dev's trying to keep his job and, mm-hmm. you know, keep the show running. But he also has to respect Charlie's decisions and how he wants to live his life. And it's a really hard conundrum. And uh, luckily, Dev has a really good friend that also works on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I blanking on her name? Is it Jules? Jules! Yeah. Yes. Which, don't we get Jules' story in her her next book, I think, is about Jules. Is that Jules? We looked and tried to see if it was... I can't remember. We're going to pause real quick. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I thought it was about Jules. I think we looked at Book Club and it's not. That will um, make me sad. It's Kiss Her Once for Me. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not. We looked, We did. We had the same conversation at Book Club. Oh. Um, but the next... Um, oh, Allison. it's a queer holiday romance. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's Kiss Her Once for Me, oh. and it comes out November, November. 1st. Yeah. Um, okay. So super excited to to read that one. Um, again, just the quality of the characters. The other thing I love about Dev in this book is, um, you know, in the past relationship he's had, they've always wanted the up dev which is the dev that is the producer and like gets all of the contestants amped up and ready mm-hmm. to be their best on screen and he has mental health challenges oh yeah. and so when he goes down um into his rabbit hole you know his brain kind of goes you know nobody wants this dev they only want right. the up dev right and what i love about this book is charlie is there for him and the question is something like i'm gonna get this wrong but what can i do to be there for you right and it was just like oh come on that's the best it's, and so you know they're there for each other it's just the best relationship i know it's so cute oh. it's so romantic and it's too. it's really hard like that was really hard to read about his i don't even want to say like it's not it wasn't a breakdown because it's just it's just the way his brain works sometimes and he couldn't be that 100 percent anymore and he you know we have those moments of lows and everybody is different with how it's handled Mm -hmm. and it was really it was actually really hard to read in my opinion like i felt very like i felt strongly with the book and the character uh Allison did a really good job of writing that, um, especially those chapters. And I just like thinking about how. Okay, so like because he basically has gone off the show. Yeah, he he realizes he can't be there to help Mm -hmm. him find his happily ever after. That's not with him. So yeah, he goes home. Did we? He goes back. We didn't talk about the concert. No, the concert. Okay, so we're gonna rewind a little bit here. Um, so in The Bachelor, uh, there's Ever like... Ever After. Oh, well, no, 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 I'm talking about Bachelor. <laughs> oh, The Real Bachelor. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so in The Bachelor, there's always, like, a really, like, C-list, like, musician that they have a little private concert or something, and everybody's like, oh, my God, I loved so-and-so. You don't know who the hell they are. You did not know who they were. I'm sorry, but no. And so they usually do, like, a very C-list actor, but, um... 
suddenly Dev realizes, oh my God, it's his favorite musician. That he's been playing all along because they've been rooming together. Right. So he's heard this music over and over again. Charlie knows that is Dev's favorite. And he talks about it and obsessed. And suddenly like everybody's like, because nobody tells Dev. And Dev walks into like the whole like music hall thing. And it's that musician. And I can't think of the musician's name right now. So it's really bad at me, but doesn't matter uh <laughs> and everybody's like so it would happy be the equivalent if i walked into a keith urban concert just oh, for me avid brothers avid brothers concert <laughs> i'm like I'm, I'm like oh tearing up i know right uh, <laughs> um but yeah and he's like i know the show can't afford that no like way too expensive like way, way way too expensive and turns out charlie paid money to have that musician come in for dev just and just melted my heart yeah so then like the sad things happen and it just kind of dead felt like oh my god this is never gonna happen between us charlie has to do the show because he thinks like charlie's um career in life is more important and he doesn't want to drag that down or be the one to hinder his future basically so he leaves he goes home Mm -hmm. they continue um producing the show Mm -hmm. Um, meanwhile, he's going to therapy mm-hmm. every Monday night when the shows are airing. So he hasn't seen any of the episodes that are airing. He's ignoring calls from Charlie. He's ignoring calls from all of his friends. Mm-hmm. And produce- Oh, oh, and we talked about, okay, so uh, we keep forgetting like critical things. Uh, Devin, Charlie, like Charlie goes to the producer and is like basically... I'm not in love with these women. I'm in love with these this man. Yeah. And she's like, I don't give a crap. Um, you're, you're contractually obligated yeah, she's to like, get engaged at the end of this yeah, show. Yeah, you're not allowed to like like a man. And it's it's so bonkers. She's like flat out like, it's so wrong. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And so, oh, luckily there's people who realize they're like, mm, we're not going to let this bitch get away with that. Yes. We're not. Yes. So. So, meanwhile, they're they're showing the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out, I think, the therapist is actually watching them with their partner. Oh, yeah. So, they do know what's going on, but they haven't told Charlie, And they're professionally they doing a very Dev good anything. job about, like, yeah. not letting that interfere into the And so, sessions. Dev comes home, and everybody's there. It's, I think, the week before the final episode. Yeah. And everybody's there in his parents' house. And they're yelling at him for ignoring them for all of these weeks. But then they're also telling him that they have to bring him with them. And um, then he listens. He's been listening to one message over and over again. Mm-hmm. And he listens to it. And then you break to the final episode. And Charlie is there talking. And he oh. said, I came out to um, get engaged, but I fell in love with a guy. Well, but meanwhile, he won't talk to me, and so through, he's never, still never talked to. But what's Dev. happening through all the episodes is they're, they're not showing. They're not Charlie. Charlie yeah, Charlie and the women um, who are the princesses or whatever. They're showing Charlie and the Dev falling in love because cameras are rolling all, all the time. So they're showing that behind the scenes producer moments of Dev and Charlie because what they're seeing it's like so visible, like their love for each other. It's yeah plain as day and that's what they're showing they're, and they make dev watch it yeah like episode it's, one to episode eight or whatever on binge yes beginning to end it's yeah. their love story but that he, is what the show ended up being which is such a twist and like that's your love you wanted the ha- ever after that's the ever it was after. the perfect ever after yeah 
but I'm waving death, my hands in the air. You guys can't yeah, see. Yeah, we're just really like, oh, excited oh. about this. Anybody walking by is like, what is going on? We should in record like videos sometime when we're doing them like <laughs> all over the place. I look like those blow up things at car dealers. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so meanwhile, Charlie and Bev haven't spoken mm-hmm. and they're filming the last episode. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, yeah, I fell in love with Dev, but I guess it, it was just too late. It never happened. And then all of a sudden, Dev comes running in, and you get the ending to that you want to the show, and it's perfect, and it's happy, and it's just what it was supposed to be. It's just absolute perfection. Yeah. Just such perfection. Yeah. Oh, my heart. It can't. I cannot handle how much I loved. Oh, another person staring in. I really hate that I'm the one facing the window. <laughs> At least I have my hat on. I'm I know. Incognito. Um, but this, I just held this book to my chest. It's really a classic. I mean, you have the bad guy from Charlie's business gets told off by Dev in a mm-hmm. scene. Like, you have all those classic scenes that you mm-hmm. want in a romance book, but you just have these characters that you just are rooting mm-hmm. for from day one. And and even with Charlie's ex, like, working with him, there's actually some really good closure moment yeah. um, with him where... You know, Dev's ex. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I said Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Dev's ex. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there was a really good closure moment. It's, with those it's two hard Ryan. for some people to handle other people's depression, and the relationship just just wasn't what they each thought it was. So, you know, the the closure that was there was really beautiful, and it it wasn't like faultless on either side, but it also wasn't blaming each other and know? ryan was rooting for dev and yeah. charlie oh 100 he was one of the it was one of the instigators and in the it was a really good moment yeah. of like that eye-opening like aha like oh there you know that's it wasn't wasn't meant to be and that's okay, that's okay. um and it was hard because Dev was struggling and that's really hard for people like it just is. And I'm not saying it's perfect or it's okay for people to not be able to handle that, but that's the truth of the matter. Yeah. It's And it's not bad if you can't handle it. Um, you can do as much support as you can, but I'm like, it's, I'm just going to say, like, it's not bad if you can't always handle it and it hurts regardless. Yeah. So that's what I really appreciated, appreciated about that clarity moment is because it was kind of a reality and you're not a weak person if you can't help someone else's um, disability. And you're not better if you can. So, And we have, we've for some reason, all the books we're reading this year have so much mental health discussion mm-hmm. in them. And we have such a great crew of mental health professionals in our book club. Mm-hmm. So it's always fun for me to listen to them talk about what they see in the book. Right. Um, and we've had a couple books where they have really good portrayal of therapists mm-hmm. and they have really good portrayal of why you would seek therapy. Mm-hmm. And so this book, they really enjoyed um, a lot of the, the frank discussion. There was never like a, drama about therapy mm-hmm. in fact there's a line in it it just was like oh, like therapy. everybody has a therapist yeah or everybody needs a therapist and right. it was just so like okay this is a basis like mm-hmm. we're going up from there but this is a basis mm-hmm. and it made it normal and it made it um it made reacting to 
the issues that Charlie and Dev were facing at different times in the book so much easier because it had this basis of what you do to handle some challenges you're having. And so that was a really nice piece of this book that I don't think everybody always weaves that in as well as she would. Yeah. Overall, I just absolutely adored this. And I think it was one of the best reads that we've picked for the book club, personally. So, And it even with our ratings. So do you want to share the... So it's always fun. We let people in the group rank it from one to five. They can use whatever, you know, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.25, 0. 0.75 they, they want. Um, and then we average it out. So for this one, we got a 4.31, which was the highest we've had since we've been doing the averaging. Um, and it just, I think the lowest was a 3.5. And some of that, it, it's always funny to hear people go around because we go around at the end. And some people actually move their ratings up because of the discussion. Oh, yeah. That and happens to me all the time. some people move their ratings mm-hmm. down because of the discussion and things that are brought up. And so it was really fun to listen to all of that conversation about how people came about their ratings and why they were changing and if mm-hmm. they were. But definitely, I think, an enjoyed book. People were happy to have it. Yeah. So um, what was the rating? 4.31. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Well, thank you, Dan, for helping me pick this book and what's our next read our next read is i feel like we need to input a drum roll that was a better drum roll than my (laughs) (laughs) earlier something wild by christina lauren (laughs) and it's for our one year anniversary of our book club together and for those who don't know, Christina Lauren and Soulmate Equation started off our book club. So this is a really um, big thing for us. I'm sure we'll have to talk about something Soulmate Equation as well. Oh, surely. Yeah. That next episode. But. Maybe we could take the audio from when we interviewed them and do a special podcast so episode. Fun. Yes. Yeah. Because um, we got to speak with them. On it was Zoom. so much fun. Yeah. That was a really was a rough way to start a book club oh, because yeah. then everybody expected that. But we, I know, we followed up with Denise hey, Williams we comes have in a and really good with us, attendance so. rating. So yeah, we were good. But um, yeah, so something wilder. Our next podcast will be Second Chance Romance, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll follow that up with something wilder. <laughs> Yay! We're a little excited. I'm so excited. It's I can't even handle it. I cannot even handle it. All right. Well, that's it. Go read Charm. Well, I guess if you've listened to this far, you've read Charm Offensive, I hope. Um, otherwise, go read something wilder. Read the backlist if you haven't read those. Keep following along. Share the podcast, please. More followers makes us happy. Sorry. I'm a follow whore. I want them. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes me happy talking romance books and books in general with people. So obviously I don't get enough of that in my job. And we're life. really looking forward to some guests on future yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So if you have suggestions of people who should be guests, yeah. let us know about that too. Totally. Cause I know we're gonna we're gonna have some good people, at least that I like. <laughs> I think <laughs> you, I know you like both of them, but um we're excited for it. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Between the Covers podcast. You can follow Deanne at 
E-O-D-B-R-T, and Rachel at More Than The Pages on Instagram, and everything podcast related at at Between The Covers Pod. Between The Covers Pod is produced by our local indie bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the pod with all your amazing people in your life.